Hello, welcome to the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast for the week of November 5, 2012. This is episode 169, and I am Chris Bevelo, president of Interval, for the healthcare marketing firm that puts on the podcast. With me today in studio are our two usual co-hosts. Jackie Ritako, account manager with Interval. Adam Meyer, creative director at Interval. And we're excited to introduce a new addition to the team. Woohoo! Robert Prevo, senior account director. Hi, Robert. Hello, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. It is good to be here. I'm one week in, and uh, yeah. Scared it's, as it's ever. All <laughs> it's all good. So, yes, Robert started. Well, Robert is new to the whole time machine warp of this. So, if you're hearing this, it's been about two weeks since Robert's been on board. Uh, mm-hmm. I've known Robert for, I don't know, we were saying like maybe nine years, ten years, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, nine, ten. And Adam, you've known him for a long time. Uh, so he's got lots of experience in healthcare, but he's an awesome guy and a great thinker. And we're so excited to have him here. It feels good to be reunited with you guys. <laughs> reunited because <laughs> it I was just feels sing so good. You know who sang it? No. I do. Dating myself. What's Who that? Is it? Peaches and Herb. That was a band? <laughs> nice. I would not have guessed. What's that? <laughs> peaches and Herb? Peaches and Herb. Wow. Or Peaches and Herb, I guess. There's it would a reason be. they don't it's exist peaches anymore. Peaches and Herb, not Peaches and Herb. <laughs> <laughs> it's the right word, Herbs? just the wrong. Well, welcome. Robert's going to be a regular contributor to our podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's his first day. We may let him off easy or. Yeah, or not throw so him much. under the bus. <laughs> yes, we'll throw him under the bus. Uh, so a couple updates. Uh, let's see. Don't forget that we have a new hashtag on Twitter for our podcast, pound AHMB. <clears throat> Don't forget that we have a new Twitter feed at interval crew. So we're out there a little more regularly. It's already got me out on Twitter more than I have been in the past. Yeah. And if you want, if you want to use the hashtag to send us any idea, feedback on the show or ideas of stuff you might, that you find interesting and you might want us to talk about, uh, we'd be happy to take a look at it. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not necessarily using it. When we post stuff about the show, you just follow at Interval Crew and you'll see stuff that we might talk about um, along with other random thoughts or knowledge stuff. nuggets. Knowledge nuggets. Nugs. Knowledge. Uh, there's another word that just popped into mind, but we're kind of eating lunch. So I'm not <laughs> out there. Um, what else was I going to say? You just made me think of something else and I can't remember. Oh, hate mail. We also accept mm-hmm. hate we mail. We like hate mail. Through the pound. Pound like haters. Haters. Haters are good. Although hard copy hate mail is usually better. Because so then we have hold a on record. To it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you can always print out a Twitter feed. Yeah. Tweeter feed. <laughs> a Twitter feed. A twit feed. <laughs> a twit feed. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what else, Jackie? You want to pimp mission again? Yeah, I'm constantly pimping mission, but I'll do it again. Mission pimper. I know that's my middle name. The Mission Fall Conference will be actually this Thursday, um, starting at eight thirty. And it is at the Van Dusen Mans- Mansion in Minneapolis. I've never been there. I'm sure it's haunted, though. And um, we will actually be sponsoring the happy hour, which immediately follows the conference at, I believe, 4 o'clock. So if you haven't signed up, you should do so. Well, I'll be there, minus Chris, but that's okay. Yeah, so we'll be speaking in Mississippi. And actually, if you're hearing this, Hopefully you're listening for the first time because you heard me speak in Portland last week, which is tomorrow for me now. How's that for confusing? <laughs> speaking warp. to the uh, healthcare communicators of Oregon at their conference, 
yeah, and then I'm going to be down at the Mississippi Hospital Association this week, if you're listening to this now. So that's on the 8th. And then the following week, I'm in Kansas City <clears throat> speaking at their conference. Bing, bang, boom. I'm also in Pennsylvania at the end of the month, but that's a private conference. Private. Well, it's like an organization. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Kansas <laughs> City, too late for you if you're in Oregon, but Mississippi or the surrounding area or Kansas City, come see me. Come say hi. Pants are on sale. You know what I mean? <laughs> Pants are on fire. Pants are on sale. Pants are half off. <laughs> All right. So we got two topics today. Uh, we're going to get through them pretty quick, I think. But that's good. Uh, the first one's about measurement. And I'm going to put this one out just because I'm unfamiliar with the product behind this campaign. It's, it's pretty new. So I think most of us are probably okay. fairly unfamiliar with it. What I love is to hear from anybody who's actually encountered this product. Because I think what's interesting is what attracted us to this is their advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, which is very clever, but it's also setting them up in a way that they had better come through with their product. Otherwise, they're going to be um, victims of their own message. Yeah. Well, there's also some irony in their name choice for oh. the product and what they're doing. In the, well, we should talk about the ad first then, I suppose. Well, let's talk about the product first. This is okay. Adobe. and What is the name of it, Adam? The Adobe Marketing Cloud. Adobe Marketing Cloud. So first of all, it's interesting that they're calling it the cloud. And I think maybe you already noted this, but this is my first my first instinct is why are you calling it the cloud when this is about measurement? It's because not it's, about storage. It's, it's, a, it's a buzzword. It's like the yeah. most obnoxious buzzword in tech right now. I mean, not healthcare, but just tech in general. Every, you, everything's in the damn cloud now. But the, to you, the cloud means instead of it being in my computer, in my space, here, it's remote. It's out on the internet. Um, it either runs out there or it's stored out there. Yeah, that's one definition. Another is you know similar like Dropbox, which is something we swear by. Um, whereas the cloud isn't necessarily the only copy of something, but it's a backup. So you've got it on your computer, right. maybe multiple computers because it gets synced from the cloud. But the cloud is a repository for it's a It's a freaking server somewhere right. that's got your <laughs> files on it. Your cloud is not in the sky. It's, a, it's on a server farm. Right. Right. Yes. Why don't they call it farming instead of in the cloud? The cloud sounds cooler. Cloud, yeah, it's, and it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. All right. So, so first of all, interesting name for what we understand to be a product. Where did you get that description? Let's let's hear the description first that you read, Adam. All right. This is off of their off of the homepage on or the the main page on Adobe.com for the product. I've got a mouthful of pizza here. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What is the Adobe Marketing Cloud? I'm also getting over a bad cold. All right. Here it is. Now there's a single service that includes everything digital marketers need to get ahead. Adobe Marketing Cloud gives you a complete set of analytics, social, advertising, targeting, and web experience management solutions and real-time dashboard in a real-time dashboard that brings together everything you need to know about your marketing campaign so you can get from data to insights to action faster and smarter than ever. Wow. Is it fry eggs and like raise my children too? Well, how many, because and, that is a high promise. Right. And how many, how many, let, let, forget the buzzword and the title, but how many buzzwords they just pack into their intro paragraph. <laughs> so what right. the hell this thing is. Well, that is. relates to the ad. Right. So we want to describe the, the ad. Well, can we include a, can we include the sound? Yes. Bite we'll put some sound bites. In. Yeah. Okay. We'll have some sound bites. They're probably already played. Um, <clears throat> but basically the ad, the ad is making fun of marketers who use these buzz terms. 
to, in in their everyday speech. to talk about mm-hmm. how they're going to measure success. Right, right. So they so so basically they're in like what seems like somewhat of kind of an interrogation room setting. It looks like each of the the marketer who's being kind of questioned or interrogated has got this funky looking helmet on with little lights and widgets sticking off of it. And clearly this person is wired up to some machine that some old dude across the table is looks unenthused to be there, but he's running this thing. He's being interviewed by Bob from office. Exactly. Yeah. It's the Bob's (laughs) (laughs) got upper management written all over him. Um, (laughs) So, so the Bob's are on the other side of the table and they ask him a question, and the marketer just starts responding and throwing out all you know buzzwords. And they, and they pretty soon they start speeding through a whole bunch of different marketers. And it's just like every time they throw out a buzzword, they get zapped, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all about the the the, gist, the 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 message in the ad is just how you know marketers use these cliche terms all the time, which is obviously true. Um, but then you go to I mean the name of their product, which has got the word cloud in it. And then their their description of their product has got every word that was probably used in that ad. So it's kind of a little bit of irony there. It, okay, so I don't know. It's interesting because I'm, I'm on their website trying to figure out what cloud, what is it? I'm struggling to find out what the hell it is. I'm sure it's software of some kind, but I can't actually find the detail. All I find so far is um, marketing misdebunked. Uh, you know, for different audiences like chief marketing officer or social marketer, what are the benefits? Uh, and then off to the right, they have something called See How Adobe's Digital Marketing Campaign is Performing. So I go to there thinking, oh, they're applying their own product to their mm-hmm. own campaign. Right. Uh, and what I see there is some pretty graphs, which is important, I think, if you can take uh, measurement analytics and, and make them viewable. <laughs> but Twitter mentions by term. That's nothing new. Uh, referring sources for traffic, so that's web analytics. Uh, paths to conversion, which I don't understand what that is. Maybe that's part of the magic there, but it's really a confusing looking. <clears throat> that's more analytics. That's just basically the path that people are taking when they go to the website. Right. This website, I assume. Well, and, and then obviously they're trying to connect a lot of stuff. They're trying to connect the web to your social um uh, your your social activities. What else did they What else did they mention there? It looks like it's pretty much anything you do online. I mean, obviously, that's all analytic based, and you could measure a lot of this stuff using yeah. free resources out so there already. But maybe depending on the cost, this could be a really cool tool. That, well, that's the thing. I mean, Adobe is not known for no. affordable products. Right. They're known for gigantic, bloated products that. <laughs> You have to pay a premium, a, right. a massive premium for. Right. We, well, but what's we, a premium? we use them because we have to. If this costs five grand, it might be well worth it. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, one man's premium is another right. man's good deal. So, or woman, sorry. Um, <laughs> you sexist oh, really? pig. I know, sexist marketing bastard. <laughs> that's what we should be called, the sexist marketing bastards. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll definitely look into it. It's a newer service. We'll look into it to see what it's all about. Maybe give it a shot, assuming it's not like you know 50 grand just to do a trial run. Um and we'll, we'll talk about it a little more probably on some future shows and let you know. Um, but yeah, check out the ad, which is entertaining, to say mm-hmm. the least. I mean, you'll at least still get a chuckle out of funny. it. And then at the end, go to the website and laugh at Adobe for using all the same terms <laughs> in their own stuff. And $20 um, to the person that can figure out what this product actually looks like and what it costs, because I am Well, not. it's not easy to find uh, a, like a, like a nice guided tour of it. It's all just kind of hype. Right. It's, speak on their site there's what, what i would like to see is just and there's probably one here we're just not seeing it which is stupid that they don't have it more obvious it's just a nice guided tour through what the product is what it connects to um what do you have to get set up like within your own website within your own social networking uh channels to make sure it's all connected and tapped into this um 
you know, what's involved. So we'll look into that too. Maybe we can find something and, and we'll talk about it some more probably on a future show or something. Okay, so they do have tabs at the top, social marketing. Yeah, but even those don't show They don't anything. show anything. Yeah, at least not that I'm seeing immediately. All right. What I think is we look through the uh, article on Mashable, the one thing that stood out to me is a gentleman says, uh, well, the ad is catchy, certainly. He says, the fact is buzzwords don't annoy people. People that use buzzwords annoy people. So it works like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and what I was saying at the beginning is, to Adam's point, I think it's a funny ad. It does call out how marketers struggle to define success by going, oh, you know, we're going to look at a 360 view of the customer and blah, blah, blah. I'm making the, a nasty hand gesture right now. But what their website is, A, full of cliched crap, and B, what is it? I mean, it, yeah, I and, and, and C, I guess the main point is, if this is overhyped and not what we think or hope it would be or basically taps into like, you know, clout and Google Analytics and all the things that we already can tap, then, then you're going to put a big BS over this product. And I guess knowing Adobe and the way Adam described it, I agree. My first instinct is, I bet this is a bunch of BS. I think your advertising might have oversold. But that's just me. I haven't looked at the product. So. Well, there are a number of competing products, too, in this space. Um, there's one I was looking into recently. I'm trying to remember what the heck it was. I, I ran a trial version of it on our own stuff, but... It's really designed for highly active organizations and social media, um, and you know we use we use the tools, but I would you know we're clearly we're not Coca Cola, um, so some of these tools uh, can be a little less beneficial <clears throat> if you don't have a ton of activity to measure in some of these spaces. Um, so I'll dig it up. Ah, some of the com- competing products, but there's a number, there's at least a few of them out there that are pretty uh, high profile. So what they're doing is not unique. By any means. I mean, well, I, I should guess I shouldn't say that without looking into it first. Maybe there are some aspects of it that are unique. Um, but measuring these, these, measuring the stuff is not difficult. There's a number of tools out there to do it. Mm-hmm. The nice thing is when you can find places that centralize it all in one place and kind of start connecting the dots for you, which is obviously what they're trying to do. Um, but there, there, are, there are others. There are yeah. other tools that do it, and it'll be interesting to see what the pricing is. Well, we need to move on, but as I dig in, I'm starting to finally find some product information. And what's interesting is Adobe Marketing Cloud appears to be a collection of other services that either can be used standalone. So each of the things they talk about, social marketing, media optimization, digital analytics, testing and targeting, and web experience management, there's like a page for that under Adobe Marketing Cloud. You go to it. It's not very easy to find, but there's a See the Solution link. Mm -hmm. When you go there, it takes you to a, a different product name. So when I do that with web, it says Adobe Experience Manager. And when I did that with another one, it was a different product. Oh. So it's almost like their creative services suite that they're promoting. And when you dig into it, it's really Photoshop, mm-hmm. you know, Flash, whatever else. Quark. <laughs> <laughs> is Quark still around? Uh, yeah, Quark is still around. I don't think anybody uses it That's anymore. That's awesome. Pretty sure they're still <laughs> evolving the product. Wow, that was a blast from the past. Quark versus yeah. Aldous PageMaker. Remember that? <laughs> yes, I do. All right, we got to move on. Next on the <laughs> list, uh, we have a blog post about this uh, that Katie uh, Streeter wrote, our intern, uh, about Yelp. And it was based on an article in The Atlantic called Why We're Still Waiting on the Yelpification of Healthcare. Um, and so her, her blog post kind of taps into, well, where are we now and how could this change? And in the nutshell, basically based on that article and Katie's perspective, 
uh, folks aren't using Yelp in healthcare the way are they the way they are yet in other arenas, mm-hmm. but the potential is sure there. Yeah. Uh, there were some things though that I thought were really interesting that made me angry from a research standpoint that I wanted to talk about. Um, the Nielsen company did a, a study, which is a big foundation for this article in the Atlantic. Uh, and it's all about um, the influence of basically web 2.0. I want to watch Adam's head spin, <laughs> but, but online community uh, influence. Mm-hmm. So comments and, and ratings and all of that. Right. Right. And there's two things that irked me. One was the Nielsen company. This is, this is the thing I'll read. This is from Katie's blog post, but it's right from the article. According to a recent study by the Nielsen company, about 70% of respondents completely, quote-unquote, or somewhat, quote-unquote, trust consumer opinions posted online, making it the second most trusted form of advertising. That's directly from their study. So first of all, that is not advertising. And, you know, I kind of went back and forth with Katie, like, should we even use this quote? Because that's right from the study. Advertising is when you pay to have somebody hear your message. This is not. This is... I don't know what you would call this social media, basically. Right, right. But it's not paid. Um, the other thing that bugged me was the Nielsen Company study does not allow you to see how much of the 70% were completely and how much were somewhat influenced. Because that's a huge distinction, don't you think? If 70% of the people are completely or somewhat trusting, what if 10% are completely and 60% are somewhat? Right. right. Yeah, I mean, I is... put myself in the somewhat. Right. Like we've talked about, it depends on mm-hmm. the quantity mm-hmm. uh, of comments. It depends on the quality. The quality of them. It depends mm-hmm. on the product or the forum. Um, if I see four comments for some product that I'm trying to buy, I'm not going to trust any of them. Right. You know, because yeah, that's, that's just true. too few. Unless all four are like, I bought this thing. It's a complete piece of crap. I had to return it. Yeah. Those, those I and there's and they show pictures. Those I might, but even then, yeah, it could be a competitor who yeah. is just out to destroy the their competition. So yes, yeah. And though, the other that, thing that, is, though, I would say that that could influence me to not buy something. I think it would me influence me too, but it would. For yeah, maybe people. the maybe the more negative ones are more influential than the positive ones, but I think they are. But I'm just leery of me. four people. I mean, that could be again. That they could be the competitors' marketing department. I'll log it in, and each of them individually is too few. The, to rev- trust. the reviews that I find most value in, and I do. Um, I don't say I rely on reviews, but I definitely factor them into my purchasing decisions. My wife and I are huge Amazon yeah. Prime users, as I've said in the past. Um, I look for the reviews that are in the middle, that are like right around the three star range, because it feels to me like that person has got some probably some legitimate feedback on the product that they're using. I mean, if you, if you took the time to say, well, I'm going to go right in the middle because it's got some pros, it's got some cons. Um, it just, it gives it to me, it gives it a little more legitimacy than somebody who might just pop on and give it five stars because they love it. Um, and a lot of times I think that's an initial reaction to something. You get it. It's new. It's cool. Five stars. Mm-hmm. Three weeks later, you're like, I'm not using this thing anymore. It doesn't fit into my life, but you don't take the time to go back and update your review. Um, so I mean, there's little things that I've started doing that kind of help me weed through the reviews that I find value in. Yeah. I think the depth of it depends, is, is important as well, yeah, because if it's just like you said, five stars, what does that even With mean? With no yeah. like but comments? So, right. But yeah. if someone provides some examples, some insights of their experience with it, then it's, it, you know, lends yeah. a little more credibility. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Yep. The other thing that I had a little issue with was part of the article was talking about how, and there's a, uh, this leads to another article, which we'll post all of this 
on our show notes, um, talking about how Yelp is trying to crack down on companies that pay people oh, to yeah. post positive comments. And my first reaction was, pot, hello, this is the pot calling the kettle black. When Yelp, you know, their business model is based on allowing companies who are being reviewed to pay to have positive comments accelerated, moved up right. in the line. Now, is that how that works? Yes, it-, it is. Now, you can, in the beginning, they weren't very clear. I still don't think it's clear. If you go to a Yelp page, I'm looking at one for Buffalo Tap. Um, so at first you get a description, like an overview. Uh, this is a restaurant down by me. Oh, okay. But- I was like, what the heck is Buffalo Tap? <laughs> <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> random I didn't get in the gutter. I still didn't know what a Buffalo Tap was. I don't care about your like, personal a- interests. I'm here to talk about this restaurant. <laughs> is it a protein bar? I don't know. It's a restaurant down in okay. Savage where I live. Um, but anyway, you get the description. You get the map. The first comment that comes up is in a like a colored box. On the far right upper part of the box, in gray letters, so not very transparent, <laughs> difficult to see. You would not probably notice it. It says Yelp ad. Other than that, it's a comment from, in this case, Birdhouse on Hennepin, who says, for years, Heidi and I have dreamed of opening a restaurant that would provide healthy everyday and all-day options for our entire, entire family. We hope to blah, blah, blah. We hope to... Oh, I can't even see it now. Well, so much for that. Sorry. <laughs> but overall, it sounds like the review is a promotion for something right. else. That was weird. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> He's too verklempt right now because... <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm just confused. I am verklempt. Because now the next one that came up when I refreshed <clears throat> was for Ocean Air Seafood. So, is, <laughs> am I completely misreading this? I know that was the case. I don't, I don't, well, if you go to the, I mean, the, the page that talks about the, the perks you get for being a, um, uh, as a business owner for paying yeah. for their platform, um, it doesn't say anything about, about, um, positive reviews going to the top. Um, but, but the perks mm-hmm. that they list are a, you get some analytics to measure, uh, engagement or to measure how people are interacting with your product or service online or your, your service on your location online. Right. Um, B, you can pay to have competitors advertisements not show up on your profile. Which page. is exactly what I just read. That Yelp ad that I just read is a competitor. Cause when I refreshed, right. it's another, so that's two restaurants now that have advertised right in their space. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, okay. it's, it's trying to show you other restaurants that you might be interested in. Cause that's obviously the goal of, of Yelp mm-hmm. um, is to show you're here looking at this one, but they will have some other ones. Hey, check these out too. They probably something that you're interested in because other people who check this one out, check these out too. So that's probably how their, how their system works. Kind of like Amazon with, you know, recommended products, that kind of thing. Um, so you can pay as an advertiser to make sure that your competitors, who you can probably define in there, don't show up um, over in the sidebar, which feels legit to me. It doesn't feel slimy at all. I mean, it's, it sounds like something that... You don't think that sounds like extortion? That's uh, <laughs> what it sounds like to me. Not because here's really, the I mean, this it's a search engine, so we, you're you're we, you're paying to yes, kind of customize it if you want to. But okay. it's, it's not. You're not customizing search results. You're just customizing your profile page. If if it was like literally, you could influence the search results. Um, Can based I, on paying, then I, I would probably have more of a beef with it personally. But we we talked about Yelp at least a year or two ago, and at the time mm-hmm. they were yeah. under antitrust or some other legal challenge lawsuit or otherwise because of the model because it was like extortion like you better pay us 
or you know the neg- <clears throat> there's charges from businesses that the negative ones were floating to the top like the ones who wouldn't pay and that the people that could pay would put their positive I should ones. clarify though too I well, I might have misspoke or not, just didn't describe it right I don't it doesn't filter out like recommend in the rec- like the, the sidebar list that shows other stuff you might be interested in those aren't ads so it so right. I don't get filled. It filters out like legitimate other paid ads, I believe, is the thing. So if somebody else is paying to mm-hmm. advertise on there, they'll make sure that person's ads don't show up. That that person's location or that company, I should say, might still show up like in the sidebar of other places you might be interested in. You can't. I don't think you can pay to have that removed. It's just advertising. They won't show up. Which I in in that case, it feels less like extortion. Well, you know, I think as they've you mentioned it. Maybe the maybe the um, premier comment option is no, oops no longer there because of the trouble I got in or maybe it is and I don't see it but I still find it disingenuous that oh look the ad that shows up is always going to be a competitor you can pay to prevent that that doesn't sound like a company that really has a lot of ethics that's just me no I I don't I don't that's disagree just with that bad it, I don't disagree and then I guess it depends on in practice if you if we monitor we should pick a couple of locations or something to monitor and see what kind of stuff shows up there time after time um, just to see like what if is it always like a competitor's ad that's showing up are they deliberately putting competing ads up there so that yeah. you feel like I mean if that's the case then that feels shady if mm-hmm. it's not you know I just feel ends up being kind of random then maybe that's less shady. Right. Twice, twice when I looked at Buffalo Tap, it was different ads. Now, what's funny is one of them was Ocean Air, which, which is, is hysterical, which is like a high-end. Not competition. Yeah, But I think for, for the most part, when you're in a restaurant category you're, and, and by neighborhood, you're going to have that happen. Yeah. You know, that's just how it's yeah. structured. So. Yeah. It's going to be competitors most likely. Well, I'm sure there are people, we probably have listeners who use Yelp, uh, regularly, you know, we we're typically with a lot of our clients. It's more of a, making sure that they own their location on Yelp, so that they're at least taking that step, or making sure that they're monitoring it. Um, less about getting into advertising on it right now, although I, I have a I suspect that might change as Yelp continues to grow in popularity. Um, but if you're using it, uh, give us a shout. You know, shout out. Let us know what you know. Where, what if you're finding oddness or funkiness, or if you feel. <laughs> You know, that, that ex, the extortion Chris was talking about um, creeping in that you feel like you have to be paying to be there to keep competitors off your off your profile. Um, let us know. We'd love to hear about yeah. it. Yeah. And all this, uh, we really didn't get to healthcare, but now we have to wrap up. Read the blog post. Yeah. We'll post it for you. Yeah. Sorry. We just got too excited about Yelp. That's all tied to healthcare. All right. So you so, can read that. Yeah. Somebody will write in or use our new um, pound HMB hashtag to correct me on Yelp's business model. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we got to run. Sorry, right, it's about a half hour. Yeah. yeah. Pretty darn close. That's pretty meaty. So, for Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards, this is Chris Bevelo, Jackie Ritaco, Adam Meyer, and Robert Crevo. Thanks for joining us, Robert. Thanks for joining us, everybody in the audience. And we will talk to you next week. <laughs> <laughs>